I'm Mike Bowie, your host with Small Moment, Big Impact Podcast. In today's episode, I'm talking with Bosco Nguyen, co-owner of Scalp Society, number one rated clinic for scalp micropigmentation in the entire Bay Area. Welcome to the new episode of Small Moment, Big Impact Podcast. Today, I got a very special guest with me, Bosco Nguyen, co-owner of Scalp Society, the number one rated clinic in all of the Bay Area for scalp micropigmentation. Welcome, Bosco. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. How you doing today? Good, good. Thank you for having me. I'm excited for you to be on this podcast today because we're going to delve into and find out that small moment that created the big impact in your life and your business today. So appreciate you being on the show. So tell me a little bit about your your history, because you know, full disclosure, you are my cousin, and we are related. And um, there's just so many different things that we could talk about on this podcast today. But I know that there are things um, from our past, from our schooling and education, and just all those things that really got you to where you are today. So I'd love to can get a little bit of history, like take us back a decade or two and share with us who Bosco was then. Yeah, so, um, you know, growing up, I, uh, I was always into drawing. Uh, I was I draw any superhero that I I could uh, you know get my hands on. Okay. Uh, he Man, Goku. Yeah. You know all the different uh, trunks. You know, trunks from yeah, uh, Dragon definitely. Ball Z. Yeah, and um, you know even though I was doing it as you know a hobby, doing uh-huh. it all the time, I never thought that I could you know apply that to something that I would do later on in life. Got it. Um, so you know like a lot of uh, college kids. Okay. Um, and high school kids, they, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah, we're just going to school, you know, make a living. Oh, yeah. um, and so my parents, like a lot of Asian parents, they, um, they just wanted me to become a doctor. They had a plan for you. Yeah, like a like a straight path on where you're gonna go and what exactly you're gonna do. What was that plan? So my dad was an engineer, and okay, he, and he wanted me to be an engineer. All right. So he nudged me along that path. Yeah by subsidizing some of my college tuition. Okay. And so, I mean, I was good at, good at my math and yeah. sciences, and I thought it was a good idea. Okay. So I ended up getting my degree in uh, electrical engineering uh, in 2009. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And then, um, you know, started working right after college. Yeah. So would you say it was an uh, awesome experience, an awesome nine to five that you had, and it was a low paying, mid range? No, I was uh, I was comfortable. I was making six figures um, and, you know, I was just coasting. Yeah. Uh, The thing was, after a couple of years, I've I felt that uh, I was getting some signs uh, of just me being unhappy. Okay. I would count down the time when, when I could leave work. Uh-huh. Uh, I would, um, you know, be distracted like a, at like work. Like a ticker, just coming. Five minutes left. Three minutes yeah. left. Two minutes left. Yeah. So it, it was just all these signs pointing, uh, pointing out that I actually wasn't happy with what I was doing. Okay. It was just you know day in and day out sort of things. It became but kind I of monotonous. It was yeah. Just I was a, I was missing the passion. Okay. Basically, wasn't passionate about my my work. All right. So then from there on, I know it's a difficult process 
to even um, come up with an idea for a business, let alone a business plan and how to get things started. There had to be something that really struck you hard to where you saw that I want to get into business for myself. Kind of share with us what got you into this uh, scalp micropigmentation and then becoming an artist and all that. Yeah, so um, that that, uh, that small moment was actually when me and my friend, my good friend, uh, went to a hair transplant doctor okay. to uh, you know see what we can do about our receding hairlines. Okay. So we eventually didn't go through the the, the transplant okay. because there was just so many risks involved with a hair transplant, okay. especially you know you're left with a scar and uh, not to mention like all the money involved in actually getting a transplant done. Wow. Um, so my good friend actually kept uh, doing his research, found out about scalp micropigmentation, okay. and uh, basically had the procedure done. But it was really hard for him to find a, a good clinic here in the Bay Area. Understand. He had to fly elsewhere to get his treatment. Wow. And so in, in that moment, uh, after seeing how, how, it, it, how the treatment affected him mm -hmm. positively yeah. and how it, it made him feel, yep. we realized that hey, this is such a great service mm -hmm. and that this service needs to be provided here in the Bay Area. Yeah. Um, and so, so you saw a need. Yeah, definitely. We saw the need. And so we wanted to be the premier provider okay. of high quality treatments out here in the Bay Area. All right. So walk us through a little bit of that, uh, that process and that journey, right, to finding a need for a certain um, need itself uh, uh, for a niche business and how did you go about uh, learning, studying, practicing, doing all that to get to where you are today after three years, the number one rated uh, clinic in the Bay Area for scalp micropigmentation? Uh, so it, it first starts off by getting the proper training. Okay. So um, me and my else, business yeah. partner, we had to fly out to uh, the East Coast okay. where they're uh, they, there is the pioneers of the industry. Got it. Uh, so we got our training with one, one of the best or considered one of the best uh, artists out there. All right. Uh, and after that, we actually uh, furthered our training in Asia uh -huh. uh, to further develop our skills and, and then uh, brought that all back uh, in, in order to get to where we are today. Yeah, so similar to uh, our business or any business out there, in order to be always be closing, you have to always be learning. So you actually advanced your, your training out in Asia so you can bring that back here and do it in a masterful way. Exactly. Um, and, you know, that doesn't just stop there. Once you, once you, um, you know, learn the craft, you have yeah. to bring it back and further develop it. Okay. So we're at a point where um, we feel that uh, we've, we've mastered our craft. Now we're offering, you know, training courses to, um, you know, aspiring artists or uh, clinics that actually want to add this service to their, uh, their, clinic, their business. Their itself. business. Yeah. Wow. So you went from seeing a need to developing an entire business around scalp micropigmentation. It is not easy to start a business here in the Silicon Valley. It is one of the most competitive areas of business. And they say three out of four businesses fail within the first five years. So share with us, I know it could not have been easy leaving, and it's really inspirational, a six-figure job as an engineer that would pay you every single month and you'd know what you're getting every single month and going into starting a business for yourself and starting from scratch. 
share with us a little bit to for our listeners and our viewers to just understand that process and the mindset that you had to have. Absolutely. Um, it was not easy, you know, to make that decision. Yes. Obviously, you know, I was cush. I was, you know, comfortable. I was get, getting, you know, paychecks. I had bills. Uh, but fortunately, um, I had some money saved up. Right. And uh, so, you know, th there's so many hurdles to yeah. starting up a business. It's almost like it's, the world doesn't want you to succeed. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So, you know, I, I didn't have the background of, mm -hmm. uh, you know, with business. Right. I didn't know marketing. Mm -hmm. I had no experience with, you know, working with contractors to, um, uh, to remodel a, a space yeah. in order to make it, um, you know, nice, like, like your office. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there were so many learning experiences for me to even get to where I am, yeah. but in the end, it's, it's all worth it because, yeah. uh, I, I get to spend time with my wife and kids. I get go. to make my own schedule. Yep. Um, and you know, I, I actually get to invest my talents into something that I really like and, you know, help others yeah. while doing it. And let me take that back real fast to where you said that you get to spend more time with your wife and your kids. I think um, our listeners here, the key thing about doing anything that we do is uh, we have to know the reason why we're doing it for, right? We might have a passion for a certain industry or a skill, but circling back, I think the most important things to us is, uh, and you and I kind of share in the same family values, yeah. is that we want that more, uh, more time so we can spend with our family. And definitely this has given you that independence uh, for it. But at the same time, I, I can sense your passion as you're talking about this. How is it with your clients? I know that they come in and it must not be an easy process to want to go in for a treatment. And how do they feel when they're done and share with us a little bit about uh, how that process is? Yeah. So, you know, um, one of the, the, the greatest things about what I do is about how my clients feel after they get the treatment done. Okay. Uh, it, it, it really makes me happy when I get a selfie yeah. from my, from my clients okay. after, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it feels really um, satisfying to me mm -hmm. that I was able to make such a positive impact yeah. uh, in, in their lives. Uh, they'll, they'll text me, you know, uh, you know, how great they feel yeah. about More you know, now being yeah. able to go to family parties without having a hat on. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, this is all part and all thanks to the, the technique that we use. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, you know, um, it, it basically doesn't require an invasive procedure like transplants, mm -hmm. but it's, it allows someone to take back control of their hair loss. Yeah, that's, a, that's amazing. That, it's got to be so satisfying to know that, uh, kind of similar to the theme of our podcast here, Small Moment, Big Impact, they made a decision to go into your clinic and um, ask for your services. And once the treatment has been completed, there, do would you say that they have a uh, second wind of self confidence? Absolutely, they they regain their confidence. Nice, and and you can see it in their um, in their stature when they yeah. walk out. They they have their you know their chins up. Yeah, um, and it's got to be an amazing yeah. feeling for you too as well. Oh, absolutely, that's that's why I enjoy going in and work every day. Got it. And that's what keeps you and that's what drives you every day to continue to go. Uh, I know it's exciting times after being in business for a few years now. Um, you're also in the process of launching a secondary location. Is yeah, that right? yeah. We're, we're going to be launching our uh, SF location okay. uh, in June. 
Okay. So actually, soon, you know, two, three weeks from now. Wow. So you took what you learned from the very first location on working with contractors, full on build out design. Um, how how did your office look like when you first envisioned it to where it is today? Has it gone through ma any major transformations? It, it, it always, you know, constantly goes through a little bit of uh, refinement. OK. It's just, you know, with my taste, we, we, we change out, you know, the furniture uh -huh. will we'll, we'll, change out the wall uh, decor, nice. things like that. But, um, you know, the the whole cohesive look of Scalp Society yeah. will remain intact when we open up our SF location. Very nice. Yeah, it's kind of keeps and maintains that brand that you developed within the last few years to keep that uh, that going itself. Let's uh, let's circle back and pivot just a little bit um, from your past, as I know um, in, in our society today, we all want to do the things that we feel as though we should do. Finish high school, go to college, get a job in a career that is uh, longstanding or for the long haul and build a career uh, within it. Um, I know that my parents also had a dream for me and what I should have uh, got into business and what I could do, but I always knew that I had a sales knack and that's why I got into the real estate business. I know that you, your parents and your family had a path for you carved out to follow your father's footsteps in being an engineer also um, as well. But throughout that process, during when you were in school, did you ever think that, man, I don't want to do this. I want to... I want to drop out. I want to do something else. Did you ever have those moments? Yeah, I had those moments all the time. I mean, you know, I would continue okay. to draw. I would continue to, uh, you know, do desktop graphics. Yeah. Like, you know, for for your, uh, for example, your um, Lannan's baby shower. Yes. I, you know, I used created my, the whole... I created the whole backdrop for, yeah. for, for uh, that, that event. Yep. So, you know, I was trying to apply my art because it brought me joy to different parts of my life besides, you know, my career, because I, I didn't know that that would that could have been an option for me. That is right. I still remember we were going to launch a blog and a catalog and selling T-shirts together. What do we call it? Clouded Brain? Cl clouded Brain. Yeah. yeah. And that was going to be the biggest blog out there. <laughs> uh, that, that entrepreneurial spirit between us has always been there. It's basically finding a, a linear focus on one thing that we truly wanted to do. So I'm so excited that um, you found that focus in your business today. And... Um, you know, I know that uh, when we kind of go against the grain, per se, uh, things that our parents wanted us to do, it was difficult because you and I, we both had uh, those um, tiger parents, right? They're always overseeing, overlooking, making sure that we're doing this, making sure that we're playing piano yeah. and practicing it uh, all throughout the day or the week for our recitals, however. Um, now that you're a father, too. So let's let's kind of fast forward now to having two children itself. How is it? being a family person, a family man, a father, a business owner, literally doing just about everything on the business itself and taking care of clients. How do you balance all that together? Well, when you're when you're really passionate about what you do, um, you actually get more done in the time that you have. Yeah. Right. And so you just have to, it, it all comes down to scheduling too. Yes. I'll try to schedule all of my consultations, all my treatments in a, in a good chunk of the day. Yeah. That way I can leave some time, uh, you know, early afternoon mm -hmm. or late afternoon yep. with my kids. Yeah. 
And and so I, I think that's just just uh, good planning yeah. and scheduling. So time scheduling, yep. time blocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because these moments when our children are so young, it's important for us to be there to help develop it. You know, granted, we're so grateful and thankful for everything that our parents did for us, yeah. but they were workhorses and they worked all the time. So it was hard for us to spend that time with our dads and getting that yeah, and special you type know, of that, love. That's also, you know, one of the uh, deciding points for when I chose to, you know, open that up this business. Yeah. I actually wanted to have more time uh, for my kids yeah. uh, because this is such a crucial time. You'll never get this back. Yeah. And you only have so much time uh, to give for so long before, uh, you know, everyone says once they hit 13 years old, they change the tune. My daughter's four. Sounds like she's going on 14 already. So uh, we, we don't want them to say, hey, put on my headphones, dad, go away. We, we want that time with them now. And I think that is uh, very, very important uh, to both of us. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So kind of moving forward a little, kind of fast forward, what's your overall goal or the next five or 10 years uh, in your line of business, right? Because I know a lot of times when we're in our career, we're doing something, um, even in different industries, we can become complacent and completely comfortable with what we're doing. And there's no more challenges to keep us exciting. Uh, There's no action that has to do with it. How do you see yourself in your scalp micropigmentation business and kind of further growing or developing or even on a Silicon Valley term, scaling uh, a business per se? So um, I, the next step for us would be building our brand visibility, uh, making more content like what you're, ma- what you're doing yourself. Yep. And so we can reach more people. Uh-huh. Um, and we want also want to be able to put content out there so then we're the resources for people who are uh, who want to consume uh, information about the actual industry, okay. about what this treatment can do for them. Yeah. Um, you know, it, nothing beats a, a good YouTube video yep. that's informative, that shows videos, pictures. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the next step, actually yes. making a lot of content so people can uh, dive into. Yeah, so you're going to curate more content, get more brand visibility, and the ultimate thing is exposure. Exactly. Right? Because I'm sure that this isn't just something in California. It goes from the East Coast, from the West Coast to the East Coast, travels internationally where everyone has this type of uh, issue. And if you're the ones who are curating the content that can actually educate, inform, and help people execute or assure them about a decision that they're making, very similar to our industry that I'm in is in real estate is we don't make anybody do anything they don't want to do. We're constantly just assuring people that this is what you wanted, this is what you needed, this is our assurance and our expertise to advise you on what you need to do. And is that's kind of like your process during a, a share with us, kind of just break down a consultation. For example, if I didn't have this big buoy hair right now, and I had a, um, a, a recessed line, and I came in to visit Mr. Bosco Nguyen himself for a consultation, how would you uh, do that? How would the approach be? It's, it's simple. It's yeah. what's, what's your goal? Yes. And so once you tell me your goal, then I, I'm able to assess if that goal is realistic or not. Okay. And with my expertise, I'll be able to let you know what would be your next best option. Okay. You know, if, if you're not looking for a hair transplant, mm-hmm. uh, then, you know, we, we have uh, two different options for you. Okay. We, if you have enough hair and it's, uh, you know, you just need to add a little bit of density, okay. we, can, we can go that route. We can just darken your scalp so then it looks like you have more 
uh, more hair on your head. Okay, so less skin visibility, just more dense. Exactly. Let's just say that you're a Norwood 7 or Norwood 8. That, okay. That's the uh, hair loss scale. Okay. Uh, that's basically, you know, the, it's not thinning hair. It's it's basically you're you're at the point of uh, being bald. Okay. So in order to camouflage that, you'd have to actually, you know, shave your head mm -hmm. down to a buzz cut. Okay. And we can actually re recreate and replicate your, your hair follicles to make it look natural. Wow. That sounds like a simple but very complicated process that you've turned into a system yeah. on, on how to do it. Uh, wow, I, I just learned a lot right now. Norwood 6, Norwood 7. What, where would you say is the most uh, common theme that, uh, that you might be seeing out here in the, in the Bay Area? Because I know a, probably a lot of people, even in my industry, a lot of people want to buy a house, but they don't know how to get started. Or uh, a lot of folks who purchased a house and they've never sold one, they don't know the process. And it could be daunting from all the things that they read online, all the YouTube videos that they're watching from anyone who's curating it. Share with us a little bit about, um, you know, how can someone go about their approach to where they don't feel like it's uh, such a daunting process to come and talk to somebody for a consultation? You know, um, you know, a, a lot of people that come into uh, the clinic, they, they are basically scaring themselves because they're looking up YouTube videos of treatments that are botched. That's that somebody who didn't do any training. Yeah. They did it on somebody. And guess what? They're looking at, oh, my goodness, how bad this treatment can be. Yeah. Um, so they're the looking thing, at like these. Share with us. How, how does that look like? It, uh, it, it looks it looks like having a helmet head. Kind of a very unnatural looking okay. treatment and procedure. It looks like you have big moles all over your scalp. Wow. And uh, we, that's got to be know, tough. Unfortunately, I we've actually uh, had to camouflage quite a few of those uh, over the past few years. Okay. So the, for those who are uh, listening to our show today, um, if you know of anyone who's had a per se botched treatment, then definitely they can reach out and see if there's other options that are available. How come we couldn't have that kind of uh, help when we we're younger, when we used to get those bowl cuts? Around? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have any love back then. Yeah. We just had to be, we we're stuck with it. Yep. <laughs> so now I've got this hair, you've got that hair, and you've got a fabulous business that you're able to help and impact so many lives. And kind of just to wrap up, it was a small moment that you had um, in, in finding a need for such a niche business that now has had a major impact. I would say to set the tone, it's a huge impact that you're making on others' lives. And at the same time, it's so rewarding for you to be able to be the person that does that. So to, to wrap up our, our show today, I'd love for you to give some type of inspirational message for those viewers and listeners today that are listening to our podcast. Uh to, to the viewers today, um, to the kids in, in high school or college, uh, even though you don't know what you want to do, that's okay. Just don't let anybody tell you or veer you to, the, to a, a path that you're not going to be um, you know, passionate about. Because even though it's, it's your parents telling you to do this, uh, in the end, you don't want to you know, uh, regret and also uh, resent them later on in life. So, you know, just keep keep an open mind on the possibilities out there because we're we're living in a great age right now, the age of the internet. You can make YouTube videos for a living. And we live in an area of the Silicon Valley where it's not just a lifestyle. It's a mindset, 
right? To live yeah. here in the Silicon Valley, you have to be a go-getter. You have to be someone that wants to do more than just the norm. And we've seen that with the growth of all of the major tech companies, healthcare companies, financial companies. For the most part, it's all of the startups, uh, right? We've had nine different uh, IPOs just within the last uh, few months. Six of them were major IPOs. So it's not to say that uh, we couldn't just get our heads together, write down a business plan and get something started. Uh, it's good that you brought that up for inspiration is keep an open mind and kind of follow your, would you say, follow your, your heart or your dream, whatever it may be? Yeah, absolutely. Just um, keep, keep an open mind and, you know, try to, try to really understand and, and realize what's your passion. Yeah. And once you realize your passion, then you can figure out what you want to do. Yep. Because, you know, I didn't know I was going to be a scout micropigmentation artist, yeah. but there's artistry in that. Yes. And I actually really enjoy what I do, even though it's not, um, you know, drawing, mm -hmm. but it, it actually is creating something that is artistic. Yeah. And that does, you know, use my skill set. Yeah. You're making masterpieces um, that are walking around all over the Bay Area and really impacting others' lives. Well, thank you again for coming on the show today. Really appreciate it. And hopefully you got some really good uh, information out of this and some great inspiration. Thank you, Bosco. And, and thank you, Mike, for not roasting me. Yeah. <laughs>